Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, Mike and Nick revisit the wonderful world of Valheim to prepare the masses for the upcoming release on Game Pass. So, what's Valheim Part 2? Showboys, apologies for the late start tonight. We're having some technical difficulties back here. Chrome was not being friendly towards StreamYard. Um, But here we are at last, uh, Thursday night, another episode of Showboys. Uh, My name is Mike, and I'm joined by my good friend, Nick. How are you doing tonight? Better now that I can (laughs) hear things in StreamYard. Yeah, that's always helpful. helpful. Um, It is pretty ironic though uh because tonight um was my my first night um uh on on the the church band so i had practice this evening uh so i was you know the last couple weeks being like you know do you want to find a a third person to be on the episode tonight in case i'm like running late because i don't know how late it's gonna go i don't know if i'm gonna be back right at nine o'clock He's like, no, it's all right. I, I got it. I got this thing I'm going to do. It's going to be cool. And I was like, all right, I'm on my way home. I'm like five minutes from the house and the road is closed because I think there was like a bad accident or something. I didn't really see. There were just like five emergency vehicles and a fire truck like blocking the road. So I had to turn around. Dang. I like pull in the, the driveway at like 8.56 or something. And I'm like, yeah, just do whatever you want to do and then like bring me in whenever you see fit uh i'm making my way downstairs and i get down here and once you know i have to wait on nick and nick is the reason that we're late <laughs> yep. oh how how the tables have turned yeah um, that, that was, an, that was insane <laughs> it's pretty pretty funny turn of events for sure oh look at this ugly kid joe cross says nick is looking wow. like one handsome wow. man tonight all others pale in comparison. Um, yeah, it's wow. the I don't deserve I don't know, such did you, praise. Did you freshly shave or nope? I'm actually camera? Need to shave. No, nope. you bathe recently? No, nope. but I even got like a little bit of hair sticking up back here. Oh, nice, I'd say nice. I'm pretty. He's just being. He's just being a. He's a being kind nice. Fella. He's being a sweet boy. That's all. Um. Yeah. So uh, tonight we're uh, gonna dive into an a, a historic topic for us. Um, but first we have to shout out our patrons, top tier patrons, Tim B, Yusuf H and Joe C. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. Uh, yeah, it is best. super helpful and means the world to us and all of our other patrons. We love you too. Uh, if you want to sign up or check it out, go to patreon.com slash showboys podcast. Uh, and you can learn about what we have to offer at the different tiers and all that stuff. Um, check out the merch shop and our website showboysmedia.com uh so yeah 
you want to do some news first before we get in? Let's do some today. news. Let's do some, do news. some news. There's some breaking news today that yeah. uh, that I guess was bound to happen, but isn't happening here yet, and it isn't happening on everything yet. But the big news today is that Sony is raising its prices of both versions of the PS5 um, in most major territories. Um, not the U.S. yet. Um, and Nintendo and Microsoft have said they are not doing that yet. So, prices, price increases on the PlayStation 5. I'm happy I have mine. Um, <laughs> I bought that at the pre, pre-inflation pre rate. Um, so, proud of myself for there. But yeah, um, Europe, Japan, Australia, uh, China, bunch of China. places. Yeah, it's like... Um, 30 bucks on like the disc version and like the UK 50 bucks on the Euro. So nothing crazy, but like just enough, right. That moves it up into noticeable, noticeable, right. It's not as cheap as it was. So I guess they were getting cheaper there right up until, uh, yesterday. So then does that mean they're like back at release price? If they were getting cheaper and then they went up. Yeah. If you want to do all the inflation math, like, yeah. Hmm. So, is it just like a probably like a parts thing or just like a current state of global economics thing? I think it's just the state of doing business. Like things are just generally more expensive just everywhere you mm-hmm. look, whether it's shipping, fuel, whatever it is, like right. just cost more bones to move those move those units around. So they they are taking the aggressive first step and raising console prices. And this is something that we talked about with um with Chad. Um, somewhat planes ago in terms of like how gaming has gotten cheaper, right? That whole argument um, mm-hmm. stance, whatever you want to call it. So it was getting cheaper as inflation was uh, kind of taken off. So now they're like trying to keep up with it a little bit. So yeah, not a big deal, but you know, it's just kind of a sign of the times. Your handsomeness has an aroma. Joe mm. says he can smell it through that, the speakers. That is called musk. Um, my, my natural <laughs> musk, um, just radiating, I would say. Mm, sounds appetizing. So um, run out there, go get your Nintendo Switch before the price goes up, and run out there and go get your uh, Xbox One X2 XL um, before it goes up. Or you can just build a, a PC and not have to worry about upgrading for several years if you're okay with not being able to play at like 300 FPS, Super Max Ultra, <laughs> eight eight thousand K graphics. You just accept um, your degradation I, I as mean, like time goes on. You're like, yeah, how, this how, works. How old's my PC? You helped me build it, man. It's like, like what two, two years? More than that, dude. Three. That four? was pre-pandemic. It's at least like four. Um, every game I play still looks amazing and runs amazing. That's the thing. Like, ultimately. Like time goes on and you just start playing League of Legends again. Like yeah, exactly. You know, or you just play Valheim and graphics don't matter. Yeah, it's just just don't keep up with the graphics game and you're good. Yeah, Joe says he needs to get that big yak energy. Shout out to the chef. Uh, just, <laughs> just buy everything. Buy everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should. And then tell us every specific spec uh from every piece of equipment you talk about that's illuminating um 
he's just Chad, but like more in Discord. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. Chad used Discord, that's basically how Chad would talk. So like if Chad talked about everything else like he talks about FPS, yeah. That's what he would sound like. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh yeah. So go go buy your consoles. Um just in time for them to release new ones in two years. No. To do the whole thing over again. Um, nah, we're good. So I have, I have two shorter ones for you. Uh, the first one, we got some more information about the Horizon Zero Dawn Netflix series, which is interesting. Uh, nothing, uh, n- we don't have any dates or anything, but we did get a showrunner, and the showrunner is Steve Blackman. Um, yeah, he'll be helming the series. He recently signed a multi-year deal with Netflix, uh, which includes this Horizon uh, series, and then an original series called Orbital that will be uh, done by David and Keith Lynch. But outside of that, you know, we don't have any dates of when production is going to start or anything like that. Um, but we got a showrunner, so thought that was at least uh newsworthy and then of course uh the 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 recent gamescon or gamescom i believe is still going on um we got a trailer for the dune survival mmo now by trailer i mean it was just a short cinematic teaser so it really revealed absolutely nothing gameplay wise this is uh, the survival like yeah survival um mm-hmm. MMO. It's like a few things like they're trying to bleed together. Yeah, and it's uh it's called Dune Awakening. Uh but yes, it combines this here's a quote, combines the grittiness and creativity of survival games with the social interactivity of large-scale persistent multiplayer games to create a unique and ambitious open world survival MMO. So Rust, but like PC. It's yeah, pe- it's friendly rust. It's it's yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know how friendly they... it is with giant like sand tapeworms trying yeah, to eat you. True. Um, I mean, friendly in terms of like there literally are not psychopaths running around the world. Um, <laughs> on an open mic chat, um, yes, <laughs> I got chicken nuggets, bro. <laughs> got a chicken, yeah. Um, Let me so in. here are some, some bullet points. Uh, you will survive the most dangerous planet in the universe. Build shelters against sandstorms. Um, explore the ever-changing face of Arrakis. Uh, I don't know if I said that right. Um, control the spice. Control mm-hmm. Arrakis. So you'll be able to hunt for spice blooms and deploy your harvester and protect it from opportunistic raiders and rival factions. Um, but yeah, uh, it just sounds Interesting. Uh, I like survival games. I used to like MMO games. Uh, so I don't know. I'd like to see some actual like gameplay stuff to see what it's actually like. But the cinematic trailer looked awesome. And I'm looking right now at the, the picture they used for the article. Um, the character just kind of looks like a CGI version of Jake Gyllenhaal. And you know how we feel about Jake Gyllenhaal here at Showboys. It's fantastic. So, winner in my book. Man. Um, when you say I used to love MMO games, it makes me feel like those who still play MMO games are like this. It's like an underground thing. You know what I mean? Um, like it's kind of like counterculture. Cause like, I feel like everyone's really moved away from like true, like 
World of Warcraft MMOs, and like I just feel like people aren't chasing that rabbit hole anymore. But mm-hmm. like the ones that do, like they're hardcore and they're they're like in this like weird like niche and they love it and they they like being there. They like being forgotten about. Um, <laughs> A forgotten people. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like they're um, they're lost at the at this time, which is probably good. I mean, MM, there still are good MMOs and all that, but you really have to dig for them and you really have to get around things. Yeah. Enjoy, you know, I mean, there isn't that that replacement, that perfect MMO like you had WoW in like 20, 2010, like 2010, 2011 WoW. Yeah. Well, and I feel like they, not to go on a whole tangent, uh, but like they slap the MMO label on a lot of things that kind of re- remove the multiplayer aspect. Meta of, MMO. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, uh, for example, Elder Scrolls Online, they advertise it as playing solo. So what's the point of the MMO portion? Yeah. Like, that's I think that's what made World of Warcraft so fun in the time that it really blossomed. To do stuff was you like, had to play with people. You had to actually play with people. Like... And I'm going to sound like uh, an old raging boomer here, but like to find a group to do dungeons, you had to like be somewhat active in the community to find a group. If you, especially if you wanted to raid, you'd have to be like an active member of the community to find a guild that was big enough to have raiding parties. Like it required the MMO portion of, MMORPG. But and you that, were either you were either like a fun person to play with or you're really freaking good. Um <laughs> yeah. so like you could be a dick and like be a terrible person, but if you were really, really good, people could look past that. Or if you weren't like the best gear or the best player, people generally liked you, that works too. Yeah. It doesn't you don't need any of that anymore. Like everyone can just be like a raging a-hole. Yeah. Um but now like uh and wow, you just click on, you know, yep. DPS healer or tank and you're looking for group or looking for raid finder. And you just you don't have to participate in the the massive multiplayer portion of the game. Yeah, it's it's uh, kind of like uh, it's kind of like MOBAs when you just kind of do unranked. You're like, wow, that was a trash group. Like, basically, it's the same. <laughs> yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls, I like you and I would play together, but like. We didn't even need to like everything you can yeah. do in that game is solo. Um, you just like, we'll go to a town and see other people running around. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. There are other people in this game. Um, I wish they weren't here. Cause they're really like throwing out the immersion. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, tank and spank 45 running past me. Like, you know, yeah, just with no armor on no armor. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, I don't know. I think it's like a, a lost, genre now and that's okay because not everything has to survive yeah um it, it has its its little bubbles um little yeah, bubbles we'll, we'll see what happens with this dune game yeah and you, you said you know spice is a big thing in dune right mm-hmm. so um and we all know how much i like maps <laughs> bear with me here um i found a new wine it's called a uh, silk and spice <laughs> and it has a map on it. Oh, wow. I was not expecting it to go there. <laughs> Imported from Portugal. 
Um, so <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something about like maps being incorporated in this game in the the like spice harvesting, and you're like, nope, I got this cool bottle. Yep, spice and and maps wine, whatever. Yep. <laughs> Silk and spice. Nice. Uh, but yeah. Shout so out. there you go. There's some gaming news. Uh, all the links to the articles we referenced will be or I should say are in the episode description. If they're not, they will be. Um, but yeah, tonight's topic, we uh, want to, I mean, we always want to talk about this, but we want to prepare you listeners, um, get you guys hyped for Valheim, a game that we've been on for day one, know, almost two years. Uh, this We talked about Over Valheim yeah. in episode three, of showboys uh, existence the so it's been a while deep. yes uh but uh valheim got some news somewhat recently this game will be coming to game pass uh will be available on console and will be available on pc game pass which is pretty awesome and i believe there will be cross play between uh xbox and pc which is also awesome uh but <clears throat> The PC Game Pass release is hopefully coming uh, here before 2023, if not like at the, in the front end of 2023. Um, so we wanted to tell you again why we love this game and why we think you should jump in and play. Uh, plus, you know, we literally talk about this all day while we're working. I mean, it's just we just love talking about Valheim. It's just, it's just like a controlled obsession, though, I feel like. And like, of course, like we're going to think that, but it really is like we talk about it all the time. Um, I think I talk about it the most. Um, I just really love love this game. Um, I just feel like I don't play it that much. Like it's it's controlled. I promise. I promise. I can confirm. Um, there are a lot of times that I get on and you're not on. But then yeah. you'll chat me the next day and be like, so I was on last night. <laughs> or like, it um, took us like two weeks to actually do the Bebenberg uh, journey. Yeah, which really wasn't like all too much. But um, yeah, dude, it's just the thing that we talked about a lot in that first episode um, was the game is what you make it out to be. So like there are you know different aspects. You have your gathering and crafting which is awesome you have your pve stuff which is not like groundbreaking or like (laughs) crazy by any means but it's there and it is challenging uh more so now which we can talk about in in a bit but um you know you could you could do the pve stuff there are bosses in each biome that is finished they're not all finished yet um, and the defeating the bosses is meaningful. You you get like powers and st- active abilities for beating the bosses. Um, and then items you, that help you in the next zone. Yeah, exactly. You get uh, an item that will unlock something in the next biome as you progress to get the next uh, resource to use to upgrade your crafting stuff. Um, or you can just go completely crafting route and just play Viking Minecraft forever which is equally as fun or you can find a nice blend of the two and like you don't necessarily have to progress to biomes if you don't want to progress 
Um, I don't know. The game is just whatever you want it to be. And I think that's what's so beautiful about it. I agree. I agree. And it's definitely, and I think the way we have evolved playing and this really kind of for me, because there, there obviously is some time because they are slower at updating this game than a lot of people thought they would be. And even when they first launched the game into early access, um, they, I think they were a little aggressive with the roadmap, at least on the outset. They're like, Hey, we're going to almost do like an update every quarter. Right. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we're, we're well into year two of the game, if not three. So there, there is, and I was telling you about this. I, I really feel like there was like this initial when the game was very brand new, everyone was just like trying to figure it out together. And like, we all like, like powered through like the understanding of it. But now that that's kind of like faded, um, it is a little bit more difficult. And plus they've made it a little bit more difficult, but there is this time where everyone that played it year one, there's this lull where they're like, yeah, there's nothing to do, right? Beat all the bosses. You can only build so many long hauls um, in towns. I disagree with that because I, I lean into the Viking Minecraft a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, in that like little hiatus time where even you didn't play, like I was really, I was probably the only one in our group like playing for the, for a good stretch of time. And all I was doing was just like, practicing building trying different techniques messing around and doing stuff like that really really casually um so then when we fire up the showboy server um and kind of get some like fresh blood in there we're all kind of like semi playing regularly um it's nothing crazy like it's super casual if you're really talking about it's like a solid four hours a week Mm -hmm. at max you know um six hours maybe like on a really strong week i don't know but um it just felt good to kind of like have all these like refined skills of like how to build stuff, different techniques, slowly keeping up with the updates they do release. Cause they haven't released like a ton of content where it's like, Oh, there's a whole, you know, it's, I need to play all the way back through it. No, there, but there's content that they've filled in in existing zones and existing yeah. things to do. Yeah. That's the thing. When we stopped, um, you had the meadow, black forest, swamp, mountain, Plains. Plains. Those were the five or yep. five biomes. still are the five. Yes. They haven't added any new biomes. I think they were they were or are shooting for nine total. Is that right? I think so because I'm remembering correctly. There um, is there's the Misslands. Yes. There is the Ashlands. The Ashlands. There is the far north. The ocean, um, I believe, is ocean. going to be so. That's so that's yeah, four. four. Yeah, so that'd five. be nine total. Um, they haven't added any of those, and we're you know in year two, or about to be. I don't know exactly the the age of the game, uh, right around two years. But like you said, what they did is they kind of more fully fleshed out um, zones. I mean, the swamp was was decent before, but they added a few new things to the swamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the mountains, I believe, got a big improvement from what I remember. Uh, and the plains, I didn't really do like right around the time we stopped. We were about to to defeat the plains boss, but we didn't really spend like an incredible amount of time exploring the plains. Um, 
but never based but, up in the plane. Yeah, really. they've added a, a new resource in the planes. I still feel like the planes are a little plain, for lack of a better term. Like I think they could do a little bit more to bring it up to like swamp mountain level of completeness. But like, um, even though there are no new playable areas, they have really spruced up and filled in a few of these biomes that were pretty lacking when we were playing like at first. Yeah. I would say, um, what's Joe saying here? They did not release a date for fall 2022 release for PC game pass, but they did announce console game pass release in spring 2023. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I could be like, this is just an assumption on my part, but I would assume that they would probably release it on PC Game Pass, yeah, sooner than console because it's our, it already exists on PC, and they don't have to worry about the port and stuff. Uh, but that's totally speculation, uh, a baseless claim on my part. Um, but he also says an Xbox exclusive, of course. Uh, and then talking about the the planes, yes, they they only contain death. How lame! It, that's that's very much true, and that's why people stay away from the planes. Um, for the most part. And plus it's like kind of the trailing end of the game. And like Mike said, there isn't, there's just, it's missing a little bit of um, substance, especially compared to the previous two zones now, because it's like meadow largely unchanged. It's the main, it's where you start. It's super friendly and nice there and quite peaceful. Um, Yeah. The the most dangerous thing would be the wild boars or neck. (laughs) The boars are really the most dangerous thing in the meadow. Um, they can be pretty aggressive when there's like a pack of them on you and you haven't eaten or something like that. And you're naked, um, naked and afraid of being chased by boars. Yeah. And I, I feel like the black forest, the next zone, it got probably, I think it got like a difficulty retool mostly in terms of just like number of mobs that spawn, how they spawn and just like the general aggression in there. So yeah. I do feel like the black forest is generally just more aggressive when you're, when you're yeah. in there. And I wonder, we've we've talked about this a bit um, since we kind of like picked back up here in the last couple months. Like, is that just an overall thing or is that because we play on a, a live server that fluctuates in number of players from time to time? Like, does the the spawning and aggressiveness of the mobs you know, scale with the amount of players that are playing or like, I, I don't know specifically how that works. I don't know if you know or have looked into that at all. You know, I don't know the technicals and I I don't really know if you could find them. Like that's definitely like in the code. And then it's also how people end up playing. So I think what happens um, is the world is not living until there is a player within, you know, mm-hmm. sight distance, the spawn thing. So a good example is like you take a portal into the swamp and I have a bunch of those um, certling spawns like cheese. So as soon as they, so basically I, I port into the swamp, I walk into an area, all the certling spawn because I have now entered the area. Well, they instantly die. So I hear all their screams as they <laughs> die. Um, so, same situation particularly when like with our refinery setup where it's on the edge of the swamp so i think what happens is i i spawn right i i enter the refinery 
so the, the swamp responds to me entering their mob spawn, right? Obviously, I'm set the refinery to get some stone, right? I'm not killing those mobs out there. But what happens is I think they they wander about and then you enter the area. So then if there's like probably a gap in the mob density, more will spawn. So I think there is this weird um, occurrence in the logic where the more players that are interacting area is just more opportunity for new things to spawn, which I mm. think is how like weird stuff stacks up and all of a sudden it's just very <laughs> aggressive. Um, yeah. Or, and, and I think they generally just like up the ante in all the areas post meadow because it, it certainly was easier. I really, I really think it was yeah. a little easier. Um, and I mean, then the on trolls top- just take longer to take down. I mean, like I used yeah. to be able to, burn through those with my bow my bow has not changed and it takes me significantly longer to to kill a troll which is cool um yeah because what what was like a breeze before um just mining copper in the black forest at night you know is actually kind of dangerous now yeah you have to pay attention to like the little things particularly just like make sure you eat make sure uh all that stuff is in line um and what they did, you know, still talking about the black forest and then moving into the swamp is there definitely are more one star, two star things. So like in the black forest, like you might get like a, like a two star grayling and like they hit really hard or like a two star skeleton, they hit really hard. So if you're not paying attention and you think like, you know, that's the, that's the trick with this game. Like something might look unassuming but if it's a two-star something like you might get smacked a couple times and you might die because maybe you you panic and you run you jump and then you lose health because you jump and you fell um so quickly it can get out of hand if you don't keep your wits about you yes um so that element of it being a survival game i think has very much increased over time just like these spatial like logistics of navigating the zones with danger about you yeah. Um, cause the trolls are generally more aggressive too. Um, like you can get three of those spawning on you. I feel at least two of them spawning without like an event happening. Yeah. But when an event happens for sure, three spawn and like there's yeah. a, there's a rock the thrower, there's really a tree shaking. swinger. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, you gotta, you gotta put them to work for you. Like, lure that guy that tree swinger over to a patch of trees and just let him chop him down for you save some axe durability you know he just swings once you get like two or three trees falling down yeah it's fun when you take them on like a wild goose chase through the through the woods and they just (laughs) smash everything in their way joe says i'm still scared to go into troll caves well, it is it is scary being in a, a really confined space with one of those bad boys that's for sure yeah, yeah, that's that's a still scary thing if you can't like two hit them with your bow. Um, but that's the cool thing is where maybe the trolls are a little tougher. They've added gear to get to make you a little more lethal, um, specialized gear, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but where it really gets cool is in the in the swamp, your favorite zone, Mike, yeah. is the swamp was a pretty dangerous place in general. Like it, it's dark. There's water everywhere. There's leeches in the water. Ugh, you have to watch leeches. where you're standing. And generally, there's there's jumping oozes. So this is the first time you encounter like a jumping creature that can leap over things and like shoot ooze and at you. 
you you get a lot of damage over time against you in the swamp too. I mean, you experience a little bit of that in the black forest with the the gray dwarf shamans, but you get bit by a leech and then like gassed by an ooze or a blob. Yeah, and you're you're losing HP pretty quick. Yeah, the thing with the the swamp is it has the most most enemy types right so like everything in in the black forest is mostly melee right like shamans still have to get close to you to like hit you with their poison spray Mm -hmm. um whereas in the swamp they really introduce the like the skeleton archers are in the black forest but then you get skeleton archers in the swamp on top of the draugr archers and the shooting oozes so the the diversity of the enemy types plus then weapon effectiveness takes place in the swamp that's where you you first start to experience like my sword doesn't work as well against the 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 oozy slime things um you 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 should have a mace right yeah um or like uh is it silver that's good against the draugr yeah you don't even have that yet yeah but i just like that like you have that ability to find more effective combat weapons against certain mobs yeah and and the game starts to scale in different ways um you know and without saying it the uh the addition of like the new big baddie right in the swamp is like a whole new element because it's like purely random it could never happen to you on a swamp adventure you ran into like two of them the other day um so you know if you're not paying attention you're and you're caught out of position you're gonna die you know yep. no matter like well, how geared or good you are like you just got done fighting a like a bunch of other things and all of a sudden boom yeah it's cool because that was uh like a mechanic from a mob that you'd find in the mountains that they added into the swamp mm, yeah um and it's terrifying <laughs> because like uh i don't know how like because we have Joe's Joe's listening. I don't know if any of our other uh, players from our server are listening. Um, so I don't want to like, I don't know what sort of spoilery territory you want to get into in terms of like mobs and resources and things in each biome. Um, we'll so reference them, but not name them. I would yeah. say. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Where where exactly where are we going with that? <laughs> so yeah, so that that's the swamp. So like you know, they we're talking. I'm generally I'm kind of talking about like how they filled in the game, oh, right? More than more than really verbatim add to the game because I know a lot of people, a lot of sweaties, right? We got we got Bim, we got Crossland, right? Like they're kind of, you know they're sweaties. Um, they, they like the end game stuff, so they're really not going to play again until there's a new zone, um, mm-hmm. which is which is fine, but you know i like to build stuff and i like people to come walk about my my constructions but we're not going to talk about that (laughs) um so so yeah so the swamp feels really kind of complete to me um Mm -hmm. with the little additions that they did do then we talk about the mountains right the mountains got the biggest overhaul um really and it pure play just by adding things so like they added the dungeon to the mountains because yeah. it, it was so cool it it didn't have a dungeon and it's the first black forest has a dungeon swamp has a dungeon spoilers spoilers spoilers, spoilers ahead 
Um, so yeah, so your first dungeon encounter is in the Black Forest. Then there's a swamp dungeon, which is like a whole other territory of like rowdy. Then they introduce your dungeon in, in the mountains, and it is a whole other level, many, many levels of rowdy. Um, yeah. And I, I just love how all three of those are very distinctly different um, mm-hmm. in a lot of different capacities. So that was, and doing that to the mountains was really important. Adding some spill from those dungeons to the wider world was it was really smart of them right because you can kind of run into the main baddies um or the light versions basically you can run into the pawns of the dungeons out and about in the world which adds a whole different element so you already had the packs of wolves running around so yeah. then you add the you had the other element there of claw fangs coming after you yeah um and they made the troll equivalent way more it's indestructible it's indestructible unless you take unless you take like the one thing that like really damages it but i don't even know how you get close to that thing it has the most op arsenal of attacks yeah everything it has the troll like tree swing but like i don't know yeah, dude. That it's... ice lance thing is just ridiculous. It's so <laughs> overpowered, and like they don't take damage. That's the other thing. Yeah, it, it's it's tough. We haven't spent enough time in the mountains to fully figure that one out. Uh, Joe says, "I've been in the mountains a little, but I've yet to find a dungeon. Got me a pet wolf, though." You uh, did. That, that reminds me of of Crossland's little. Uh, <laughs> little camp freaking kennel he had in our case he had like like 10 or 12 wolves running around at one point because they just started like breeding they would fight the (laughs) the swamp events that would happen yeah it is awesome um Um, i think actually did you name your wolf diesel because i think i saw one running around um yeah i i would really love to spend more time in the new mountains. I only uh, was able to go in, in one little mountainous expedition with you since we restarted and it was a blast. Um, but yeah, it, it's so cool because each biome not only has like new mobs and stuff, we, they each have their dungeon and each dungeon is so different from the last, but like the the key resource or resources are also obtained vastly differently through each like the black forest copper is just kind of like out in in the forest and you hunt it that way the iron is obtained in a a completely different way than you do the copper in the black forest and then when you get to the mountain or it's even more different and crazy It's like a combination of the first two really it's this weird weird hybrid of where you have to go somewhere very specific to find it, but you're still out in the open doing it. Yeah, um, and it's like it takes some poking around to actually find it, which is yeah. pretty cool. Um, and then it makes like the gathering of it like an ordeal, which is also pretty cool uh, because of like my my favorite thing. I love to. I just kind of realized this today, but I use Valheim as like mostly a de-stressor and I'll just pop on and farm materials. Like I love gathering resources just to like unwind, you know, de-stress, chill, throw on a stream on Twitch or something on YouTube, lo-fi playlist. I don't know. And just go 
mine iron <laughs> or chop down a whole forest. I don't care. And it helps a little bit because you know it always goes to a good cause. Right? Yeah, and that's a, that's why we're like a match made in heaven when it comes to Valheim because I just farm all the resources and Nick's like, oh, cool, I could build stuff. Stuff. And yeah. well, and that's, I think that's why I like this game so much. And like whatever casual blend of, because it's a game I can pop on for 20 minutes, I can pop on for two hours. And if my life allowed it, I would, I would play 20 hours um, straight. Um <laughs> And I think in the early days, like it got, it was, it was up there. There'd be some late night sessions. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we embarked on a very ambitious project last time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, I like how this game draws you, draws me out of my, my Minecraft building. Right. So I build to be functional. Right. Because there's functional reasons like how you build and why you Mm -hmm. build. But like at the end of the day, like I'm still constructing my where I build my bases, where I set up my different camps. Like it's for functional reasons, because I do have to go out into the world and get the resources I need to build the things I want to build. Mm -hmm. There's no like hack around that other than being like, I have 20 mics working for me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you need to employ more mics. Sounds like. Uh, Joe says, I regret listening to this episode. Now I want to play so badly and won't be able to for over a week. Uh, that Brutal. vacation, uh, you should just not go on vacation. Just play Valheim. I mean, you can ask us about that. Like, I think like every time we like it's, but that's the thing. Like you said, it's the de-stressor. I yeah. always find myself playing Valheim, especially when I'm about to be away from the house for a weekend away from like my computer for several days. Right. Because it's almost like, yeah, you know, I don't have to work tomorrow. Vacation, whatever it is, like, I just have an evening where I'm just going to, like, de-stress. What am I going to do? I'm just going to pop on Valheim. Yeah. Um, It's like the pre-vacation warm-up, but then you go on vacation or you leave your house for several days and it's like, but I just want to play Valheim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know, like... um different game but it still revolves around gathering resources uh when we first talked about new world mm, actually rip. new world was episode three valheim was Pour one out after that but um yeah new world the the like first special testing period before the beta because mm. that was supposed to be like the second release of the game that got delayed and there's actually um, two more beta testings after yeah yeah uh but i played like the day or two leading up to vacation and they have very specific looking trees and i remember driving through the outer banks being like dude that tree is the tree from new world like i just want to go try to chop it down (laughs) and then the whole time i just keep driving past these trees i'm like i cannot wait to get back into new world and chop these trees down Becca's like packing the car with like all the logical things like yeah, for the children like for the axe. trip and you're just like here put this in the bag she's like why are you bringing an axe <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> don't worry about it I need to I need to de-stress yeah that's that doesn't sound serial killer-ish <laughs> at all <laughs> right um, uh, but, yeah. but yeah that that's probably the biggest like crux of this game is like the reason the way it the way it just like casually blends like your my desire to build, but like then also the need I have in game to like go out and do things in the world. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just always so fun to just like run. And around. the world is huge. It's it's endlessly huge. Like, so like you and I have carved out massive. like twenty percent of the map, and it's just like more than we would ever need. Oh, dude, I've I don't know. Let let me look at Steam real quick because I think I stopped our first major playtime around like uh-huh. two fifty or two forty, like hour wise. Okay, so no. I'm at two ninety nine. So I've played a significant amount of time, but those those additional forty. 50 hours I've played since returning have just been on the resource island and the refinery <laughs> swamp. Like Whoops. just like less than 1% of the total map <laughs> of Valheim I've spent like 40 hours in. Yeah, it's almost too like convenient because I'm I'm always like a stickler for like leaving some areas like untouched. Um so like the game just lets you be like, hmm, let me just find like a throwaway like continent. And like, this is just what I'm going to farm. I don't need to farm yeah. anything else anywhere else in the game, like a portal here. And I can just chop down trees, Every mine tree. for days. Yep. The only time like you run resource deprived is obviously like the very special resources. Um, you got, you kind of got to hunt for those at times. And if you really want to cheese, you can just go on a private, <laughs> private seed and transport materials over. You know, and, and that's another thing is like, especially on this like second playthrough, like, yeah, portals are all the hype. And I do use portals very strategically for just like extending my base of operations, just like moving about. But like, I enjoy having to like sail places and I like to sail some places and do stuff like that. Um, Still, my favorite aspect is that you cannot go through portals with or or bars. Yeah. And I love it has- that they've never changed. They haven't changed that. It has just enough like functional constraint to yes. your to your needs to where, you know, 10% of the time I got to sail a boat yep. or pull a cart, right? And yeah. that's just enough to like make it fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the planes, they added a, a an obtainable resource that wasn't in the game prior for crafting purposes. They did. Yes, I don't want to say for spoiler hmm. reasons. I will private chat you. And that private chat just went into the street. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe I forgot about that. That's yes. like the biggest thing. And the reason yeah, I wow, I can't believe I forgot about that. That takes building to a whole nother like Dude, stratosphere. Not only that, but obtaining it is again completely different than every other biomes resource and it's really cool <laughs> yeah like the first like when i was showing you how to get it yours like yours like whoa like wow like what is happening yeah. here what are we doing and very why? involved in a highly <laughs> dangerous biome <laughs> you have my attention that's the thing so like you know until that happened i was like yeah you know i'll just casually play you know I'll go to the black forest and Nothing's really dangerous. I don't really need iron, so I don't have to go to the swamp. Um, but then they're like, this thing is new, and it like doubles your your building palette for some things, and I'll, and you, it's in the most dangerous place in the game. Um, <laughs> Nick's like, I must go. <laughs> I must go. Though I've gotten really good at getting to it yeah. on my own. I I've soloed clear quite a bit of that. Um, nice it's not easy it, it takes time um 
and you're always zoomed all the way out um, <laughs> yeah. in the volume up. Yeah, so it's the surround sound on, so you can oh, hear those pesky, uh, what, fur, furtlings? Fueling? What do they call those dumb They're goblins? Full, it's fullings. The fullings. goblins are called goblins. Not just that. You gotta listen to the buzz. The, the, oh, the, the, the death skeeter. And the death skeeter's poor, poor sieve poor joe there you go talking about unassuming enemies who would know who would think that a flying mosquito would literally one-shot you but they do and they come out of nowhere and they chase you forever (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah they've added uh like i i still i think we both agree that the planes are the least complete biome but they've added more stuff since our first uh place massive you know time in the game not only with that resource, um, you have like, you know, a couple new food options. The food, the food options were there when we played. Mm-hmm. They just seemed to be a little more. They were unrefined. Yes. They, they, what they did was they retooled food. They had a big food update. Which was um, cool. Because that's another cool. thing. Cooking. You could just lose yourself in cooking. Joe, um, or well, Crossland did that. Yeah. I will say the cooking is not like incredibly deep or anything, but no, there's a system there you can use. There's enough. There's enough depth to make you think just enough to yeah. like, not just like grab a bunch of food and go. Like I kind yeah. of think about my, your limit on inventory space. So you can't grab a ton of different types of food, but you need like three foods. Cause that's how many you can have on you at once in terms of like health points. Yeah. In region, and now they region. tell you, what stats each food uh, gives you and an an actual numerical value. So you can be like, Hmm, I'm going to go do a lot of gathering. So uh, I'm going to mine some copper or whatever. So let's find some stamina heavy food. So I have a nice pool to use, you know? Yeah. Um, And exactly. That's the thing is they, they rebalance them to be like, these are more stamina based foods. These are more health based foods. Um, They'll probably eventually, and they kind of do that with meads and some of the other stuff that you can make of the more advanced stuff in terms of like regen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I imagine like the foods already show signs of this because the better foods have better regen. Um, so eventually there'll probably be more like regen specific foods. Yeah. Um, I also like and dislike I only the dislike uh, because of like playing when it actually happens in game. That, that's a terrible explanation. So <clears throat> They may have added this, or I just noticed that as your, you know, the food you eat only lasts for a certain period of time, mm-hmm. say like 10 minutes, some are right. like 20 minutes or 25 or something. As your timer of the food is getting closer to expiring, you start losing your stamina pool or your health pool. Correct. Or and it starts to flash. So it's cool. I like that but I also dislike it when it's happening. So I'm like, ah, crap, I got to eat or like, I don't have food right now. I got to go back or I just got to be like super careful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a cool little system nonetheless. Uh, oh yeah. And yeah, like and- we talked about the first time, uh, sorry to cut you off there, but um, while we're still on topic of food, you know, you can get into some of these survival games where food management, like hunger, thirst, whatever can be like a job and like, if you don't eat food, you'll literally die type thing. Uh, this again, it's just like, if you don't eat, you just have 25 HP and like 50 stamina. So you're just super low. 
you're, you're not going to die. But if you fall from the second floor of your tower, you will die because I've done that like about a hundred times. Uh, so it's not like an absolute necessity for your survival to always have food in your belly, but you will be in a much better situation if you remember to eat <laughs> and keep food on you. Uh, so little things like that, that take like some of the drag of hardcore survival games out of the equation and just make it a lot more palatable for people who aren't into the super heavy survival aspect. Yeah. And it just generally makes the game more enjoyable because those games like you just get, you die for very angry reasons because you <laughs> couldn't find what you needed to like this. At least you can live until you, carefully walk through like the black forest back to or like you know you find the right stuff so no that's really nice and um even with building because sometimes i'm like you know what? i'm just gonna go stam heavy i'm an archer these days because i got the archer gear um mm. and you having stam is very important when building because it takes ta- stamina to build but I build so high sometimes that I actually need to eat like a health food. So when I accidentally <laughs> fall, I don't die. Um, yes, there are, there are weird logistics to the game that you don't have to understand by any means, but if you understand them, the game like is much more easy. It's more enjoyable. Cause like, like Joe, I know you have died for like very annoying reasons probably. And there's probably like some weird obscure mechanic that would just like, help you through that sometimes and and maybe that mechanic (laughs) is just going on adventures with me because you only died like twice um (laughs) neither of them were frustrating deaths either not not trying to recover a biosiv corpse (laughs) deep in the swamp ocean My, my my favorite my favorite part of that adventure of theirs was that there was a slight miscommunication in terms of like all right I got all my stuff. I'm ready. We're going for it. Joe has all his stuff. That's like important. Meanwhile, Siv like was like, Oh, I was naked. I was just running. Um, slight miscommunication there. Um, <laughs> and, and that's tough though. Cause like even yeah. you and I, like we were, we were sailing, uh, sailing old, old Bebby and, uh, you know, we had some run-ins with the boats. You ran ashore, got killed by some goblins. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's we had tough. a serpent chasing us at one point. Serpent chasing us at one point. With two full hauls of precious materials <laughs> that we spent weeks farming. Weeks <laughs> would have been a right. real buzzkill. Would have been really sad. <laughs> and you're like, oh nope, yeah, he he's hitting he's hitting me. Um, yeah. like, let's go 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 go. And it's just foggy. That's the other thing. Like. The fact that the planes are so foggy and they're so dangerous to begin with, and then there's just like fog you can't you see can't in front, see. you can't see in front of your boat, <laughs> and there's just this super dense fog, and like you can hear the cackling goblins, you can hear the buzzing whatevers, and then like the serpent, it's just tough. Like the environment is a little harsh sometimes, um, yeah. but it's super casual. It's the weirdest combination. Like they they have such a good balance going here. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, what do you want to get into? Uh, I I can't believe we've talked this long. Like, it's been like 40 minutes of us just gushing over just the biomes and the few things they added. Yeah, so I did want to note that, um, you know, planes, like you said, is really the last biome 
in terms of yeah. difficulty. Now, what what is still missing from the planes? I think it obviously is like a dungeon of some sorts. I can only imagine what terrible dungeon um, will exist in the planes. You just go into a, a Death Skeeter hive. Yeah, like it's just yeah, it's just Death Skeeters. I wonder. Oh. I wonder if they're gonna have anything to do with the massive stone monoliths, monoliths that are uh, are just sitting in the planes. Could be. Could be. Yes, Joe summed it up perfectly here. The game is as casual as you want it to be. Yeah, but like, yeah, you can be super casual on there. But like for me, I can't be as casual as I probably want to be because I have to go out and get things that I need to be casual. Um, so if I just want to casually build anything I want, I can't. Like if I'm just like super casual, I'm just building really basic stuff. So they kind of get the builders in that aspect because yeah. it's like, as casual as you want it to be, Nick. I know you don't want to be super basic builder. That means nope. you're you're making yep. it something else. That's the thing. Like, you, there's more <laughs> than one reason they go out into the planes. Like, some yep. people might be trying to go killing the boss, getting the best gear. I'm just going out for that precious resource that makes <laughs> yeah. building way better. Get some of them cloud berries. Ooh, the cloud berries. Those things are nice, though. Um, they added um, way more of those, by the way. Which, um, by the way, another thing that they they kind of had, I don't even know if we touched on it in our first episode, but like farming, like literal farming. Actual farming. Like planting vegetables. Talk about casual. But Dude, not even. You got, like you, you, you have to go to the plains if you want to be a sweet farmer. Yeah. Like you each biome again beast. has its own seed. But especially in the plains, you have to plant them in the plains. Yes, that's where that's where farming <laughs> like. So all of a sudden you're like, oh, I can't just go to the plains and like snag the thing I need to farm. You have to make a farm in the plains. So like, hey, you want to be a badass farmer, a casual farmer? Not really. You have to be a casual farmer in the plains. Good luck. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, you like <laughs> you can plant carrots, you can plant turnips, you can plant onions. You can plant the stuff in the plains. Joe says, how casual am I? I traded rocks for carrots. Hey, man. That's, I mean, that's, a, that's a good trade in my, that's my mind. That's a solid trade, man. Carrots, they're, they take time. Make some carrot stew. You can get some seeds. Start your own little carrot farm. I can't Nick's think of just... what I'd rather not do. Would I rather go make carrots or stone i feel like stone's the easier pick there carrots is an i'd rather not i i like the farming aspect until i start like having to plant like a hundred <laughs> seeds and like oh god uh wait there are onion and turnips who said Sir, that i did yes yep. spoiler alert spoiler alert. Uh, there are onion and turnips and then there's Poor something Joe. even better Poor Joe. He's There's trying also to go on fishing. Vacation. He's trying to go on vacation, and you're like talking about onions and turnips. Bro, you can fish. You can I've never fish. Fished. Joe said the fishing system is pretty garbage, but you can fish. You can just pick. You up... can fish with a spear, which you throw. If you're really, <laughs> yeah. if you're really frothy, you can do it. If you can kill the fish, they will float, and then you can loot them. Yep. I need them. Yes, you do. Uh, I'm just saying, unless you ah. want to go on an expedition and find the seeds yourself, we do have quite a large farm plot at the refinery. There's plenty planted if you need any. Just 
throwing that out there. Saying. Um, Feel free to plant them. There's hundreds of them. Dude, yes. And a massive farm plot <laughs> that needs filled. Uh, but yeah, so planes are the last biome right now. And they the next one coming. Yes, they definitely need a dungeon. And they need their their troll, right? They don't have their troll. Hey, would you consider? Well, I guess those that... things are kind of like just like the the brute graylings. Yeah. Huh. That's kind of scary. Now that you say that, it's not. It's not the big furry guys. I wouldn't. I mean, maybe those are like troll boars. But like, They're like boars on steroids. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, the mountain has... Okay, I'm just going to start... No, I don't want to, like... The mountain has the the drakes and the golem, mm-hmm. right? And the wolves. Mm-hmm. So, like, the plains has... And the other the, things. Yeah, exactly. And the the plains have the death mosquitoes, the goblins, and the locks. And the brute goblins. Yeah, but those are just, like, I feel like... Roided up goblins. Yeah, like like the gray dwarf brutes. Literally like. roided up goblins. Like they 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 are jacked. But like, yeah, d- do any of those mobs count as the plains troll? I don't know. I would like to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. The locks are rowdy. <laughs> like they're pretty rowdy. Those are just some angry look giant hamster gerbil things. Man, what would that? That would just be scary. You know. Okay, so. What would be game breaking for me? Like it would be upsetting if they added something in the planes or later that can like destroy ground. So like right now, ground is like immune to mobs. Like stone? No, like walls or like the literal ground, the literal ground that you can technically manipulate and build. Nothing can damage that or change it. Only players can change that. So, like, you can cheese and make, like, technically a circle fort of just ground around you, right? Nothing can get to you. What would be upsetting is if they added something that could smash, like, manipulate the ground. (laughs) Um, Because a lot of of my cheese tactics would then break. (laughs) Oh... Rip Nick. And, And my casual, like, existence in the plains is going to go kaput. Yeah, uh, but yes, definitely a dungeon for sure. Definitely um, a dungeon. Definitely. But the the next one they have on tap is the Ashlands, Mistlands, Mistlands. That's right. Yes, sir. Um, what do we know about this so far? So I'll pull up um the official Valheim Steam update. Look at that table, bro. Yeah, so we've gotten little little clips, little inklings. We're we're slowly getting more and more and like pretty substantial stuff about it. Um so the Mistlands at the very early of the game, and I think even no, you can't even see this anymore. So like year one, when you go to the Mistlands, it's like spider webby, it's kind of like the swamp, but like no water, um, really big, like spooky trees. They they've removed a lot of that. Um and they're kind of prepping for what it's going to be. So, like, we, we get this picture here of um, a Viking sitting at a table. And this is kind of like a food tease, right? Mislands is going to be big on food. We're going to have a lot of food expansion in the Mislands. Um, nice. And we get a little kind of a background of, like, what's going on in terms of, like, it's, it's rocky here. Um, this picture here, which is like a stone house. 
this is all like building material. So so we have like the dark wood pieces that we currently have, right? Mm-hmm. So but what new is new here is these marble like black stone building components. So we get so we have upgrade pieces of wood right now. We don't really have anything different than like our stone. So this is going to be like the fancy stone, if you will. So I'm really excited for that. Um, nice. So they've released that teaser. Of so yeah, I wonder building. if like if the the material here will be like a metal or just like a different type of stone. Um, I believe it's a black marble is, is the name of it. Oh, OK, nice. Black marble. That's going to um, be cool. And you'll be able to find around the Mistlands. So they don't say mine or gather. You'll be able to find it. So it almost kind of falls into like a black metal type category where you don't mine that currently. You mm. can find it, loot it. So definitely scarce, right? Definitely going to be a scarce material um, early on. Bill of the month. That's rowdy. Um, very cool. I mean, our, our the refinery bridge is pretty close. Yeah, for sure. We can add enough detail. Um, let's see here. They have fishing <laughs> on the wall. I don't know how that's that's, that's pretty rad. You need that in the in the refinery. In the in the uh the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yes. Um this is the big Ooh. thing. So so this is so basically um you obviously have evolution of crafting tables, and we really don't have we haven't had a new crafting table. So this is the new crafting table that is like um of beyond like the artisan the artisan table is like the upgrade workbench this is the upgrade forge the fancy forge that looks so cool yeah if you're listening to the audio version of this nick has like he said the the screen up of the official valheim page on steam and this picture is just really cool it's like a curved table with some cool like it's a goldish yellow to like trim yeah and basically it looks like where you'd pour the molten metal to make your sword into um one end is just like a red hot pile of coals it looks like and then the other end is what would be the melted you know metal or whatever it just it looks real cool and then there's like the little cool water box off to the side which would be new too and we and we see the the like connection line which Mm -hmm indicates when it belongs so like this is an add-on to upgrade the workbench so this is very fully much a a brand new fully functioning crafting so we'll have like workbench forge and then whatever the heck this is yeah and i don't even know if the artisan table has like many upgrades or adds to it because that isn't been flushed out and i imagine that will get a lot more attention as the as like kind of the mislins crafting table and this is the mislins forge yeah. That's kind of what I see going on here. So, like, is the artisan table, that is what you can craft linen from. Correct, yeah. Yeah, so I wonder. They're going to add the stuff to that all over. They're, yeah, so, like, you know, they were filled with those big spooky spider webs. We're going to get some, like, silk stuff. Yeah, and I don't. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. That's cool. This is a build of the month. Um, basically they it looks like a modern <laughs> that rich is person so lodge. cool it's like an a-frame like exactly like 2022 house yeah. 
<laughs> out in a on meadow. the lake. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's rad. Um, I'm trying. I don't know if it's in here. This might might have been an Instagram. Oh, traps. We have a bear trap here that they teased. Are we gonna get bears? Basically, it looks like we're Maybe trying to for the locks. Yeah, some weird stuff like that. So some different traps because we already have like the bombs. Here's another shot of the of the dude. That's so cool. Looking. The forge, whatever, like the fancy forge. Um, very cool. Very very professional. Ooh, and it says Mislin tier weapons. Yes, we're gonna get some new weapons. Yes. Um, oh. Some new, new pickable mushrooms, new mushrooms, basically, because we have our two different types of mushrooms currently in game. Looks like yes, we have yes. two new fungi to pick and eat. Build of the month. Man, some of these people, dude. Wait, wait, go back up for the fencing. I love how they put the wood post and then oh, use that. Dude, the, that is a cool way logs. to build the fence. The core logs. Yeah, yes. that is cool. Sorry, I just get so no, you're good. Building stuff is so cool. Yeah, there's so many unique ideas, and like Reddit is just like a rabbit hole of just like clever people. This was a very early shot of like ancient ruins and earth and the mislins, and it's this black uh, marble again, and it's kind of like a bridge. At this time, they said it wouldn't be a buildable material, but I think they had enough people. Like, why wouldn't that be it? Um, yeah. You can't just show us. It's like it's like the goblin camps. Like, why can't we build some of that stuff? Um, that would be something I want them to add is the goblin camp like structure wood, pieces. Wood design. Yeah. Yeah. And even even like make that make you have to make it out of fine wood or something, right? Oh, Just, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um there's gonna be rabbits in the mislins. We got a little like jackrabbits. Have some Mislin new hair. rabbit meat. <clears throat> right. And here's the art for the episode tonight. Um, we have this very kind of like dwarven ruin building um so I, I i really forget and this is what i want to kind of point out was um there's a picture where previously in game like the spider webs were all over the trees right in the mistlands it's just a very spider webby type place they removed a lot of that it looks like the dungeons for the mistlands will be a spider type delve oh that's so i hate spiders yeah <laughs> that sounds not pleasant oh that's another cool build yeah, so that was on Instagram somewhere I saw, but basically it was the the look of like there's some stairs and then there's like this like cave opening and it's just covered in spider webs. So I think they retooled yeah. the spider activity into the delves. And that makes sense. Yeah. So lots of lots of exciting stuff. So it sounds like what I'm what I'm afraid of is I mean, I just feel like that and this is like a timing thing. So like Will be this year. Will be next year. I really hope it'll be at the latest next year. Um, but for how much stuff they're kind of showing here for what is going to be in the Mislins update, I mean, it looks like they have a lot of it already. They have a lot of it, and it's but it's like so much Mislin stuff. And I, I like that this shot is in the plains of the Forge, and they have these traps in the in the plains. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm hoping they they maybe have like another update this year that adds more stuff to the planes the same way they did the mountains. Or maybe I would, they just throw it all in this one. Maybe. Hey, here's the mislins, but also fully fleshed out planes. Yeah. I, I, I would like 
at the very least, I would hope for a, a planes completion update this mm-hmm. year. Um, and then next year, give us the missiles if we must wait. Who, Joe, you need to expound upon this. Uh, he says, I would like blueprints. Of what? Everything? Like, do we make these? Oh, or are they findable? Rust had blueprints, like... <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's currently everything in game. Once you touch and once you touch all the required materials to make something, you learn it. Yeah, I really like that. <laughs> that, that fish picture is hilarious. Oh, also, great. I didn't realize there are that many different kinds of fish. So, yeah, something every day. Yeah, it, that is a thing, isn't it? I didn't yeah. realize. I didn't. I never thought about it. I always just find them dead on the shore and I pick them up. Yeah, mosquito nets, bro. Man, big. What if you right could there. tame mosquitoes and mm. they follow you around like wolves do, <laughs> and you just have this massive death skeeter army flying behind you? I would say they're not something you can tame, but there's almost like something you can use as like a booby trap where something happens and it launches the death skeeto after your your enemy. Um, banners mike loves banners now they have like they have like 15 there's at least 10 colors of banners these days which is awesome because you can combine all sorts of berries and different Mm -hmm. things to make the different colors so banners have come a long way but yeah mislins is looking pretty pretty rowdy they're putting a lot of good polish into it i feel like but definitely want that planes update i would like to see at some point to more gear diversity in terms of like stat bonuses and functionality that way um like the go ahead do you not like that currently right now set bonuses and like gear stats kind of are very very pointed right like so i have the rue armor which is just what it all it really does for you is it gives you some armor but the main thing is like it improves your archery so it makes you a badass archer yeah and but you everything have, like, else is sacrificed kind of you have like a uh, resistance to a certain type of damage and then you're weak to fire damage yep i like that it's cool be as pointed as you want but like do that for each armor set mm-hmm. like i like how the troll armor you get like the sneak boost so you can be like real stealthy and you have great steep speed so running around uh like when i was scouting on our first playthrough that was <laughs> another one of my roles i would just uncover the map in the areas which they have added a cartography table which is awesome. amazing what an amazing concept so like you can share your map with your friends and we your friends can your copy entries. yeah you have to go up to the table record your entries they can come up to the table and copy them and it includes the markings you put on your map, which is amazing. I love being able to mark up the map in this game. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, I would use the troll armor for scouting purposes because I could run faster and I could sneak around. But like, I don't know. I would just like to see more bonus, like set bonuses. Like maybe iron is something regarding to being tanky or i don't know i also haven't really looked but i'm i don't know if if a full iron set gives you anything or a full bronze set gives you anything 
No, so like Iron and Bronze set pure play like originally like outside of the um like the troll armor. It was really just like the armor was intended to give you more armor. Yeah. That's it. Um but now they have they have the root armor, they have the Fenris armor, um, which they're adding the very specialized armors to. So the way I look at it is I have my um my woven iron armor right which is like the upgrade the padded the padded armor which is the iron armor with the silk thread or whatever that is um if i want to go be tanky and like fight stuff like with a with an axe and a sword i'd wear that but because all i do is uh build and gather and like kind of just like get resources sniping Um, dudes with arrows yeah i'm just rocking arrows and that's your thing. Like I have to go get mats for arrows. So I gotta go up oh, the mountains, yeah. get more obsidian. Dang feathers too. Oh, feathers are tough. Yeah. The deaf mosquitoes should kill the birds for you. That's what you should be able to train deaf mosquitoes for is like <laughs> bird hunters. Yes. Yes. Uh, Joe says any new skills you would like to see. It would be cool to have a smithing skill where if you build the same amount of armor and gain certain bonuses based on your level. That would be cool. Um, yeah, I would. <clears throat> at, at the at the root of the issue, I think some, if not, I would venture out to say most of the systems in the game are not super deep. Right. The building is pretty deep. Um, the gathering's cool, but they could definitely fully realize some of these like these armor bonuses um skill set bonuses like joe's talking about um that would be super cool to be able to like because i my axe like my tree chopping skill is so high that you know i get blah 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 bonus or something you know what i mean yeah uh or you know my cooking is so high that my food lasts like a little bit long, like a percentage longer. I'm pretty sure like swimming, tree chopping, mining, like those skills, like you are better with those things. Yeah. Marginally, very, very like percentage wise, like in, in the data uh, cooking. I don't know what the, what the cooking skill like is for, like, what is, yeah. what does that do for you? So maybe those are, those are probably definitely, there should be more built around like, Hey, I have a high swimming skill. Do I do I noticeably swim faster? Like, can yeah. I noticeably maintain do I need more a stamina anymore? Do I need a sailboat? Anymore? <laughs> I have one thousand stamina. Uh, yeah, one thousand yeah. swimming skill. I can just swim through the ocean and yeah. murder serpents. Like one thing I noticed last night, which was cool, I was encumbered and jumped into the water off the boat. You know, unloading when we reached our plane destination. And I lost double stamina while swimming because you are you lose stamina while wow. swimming. That might be and you a little lose new. stamina while you're encumbered and moving. I was encumbered and swimming, and my stamina bar was like evaporating. <laughs> Which I wonder if I would have died faster too. Like I don't know. Anyways, now we're Here, just getting... here's something that's more Ooh, game. Here's a good extra materials as a bonus for high level yep. when you're gathering. That would be great. That would be cool. Um, something I would like to see, which is tricky, but at first I was like, oh, they'll never do it. 
Um, but then they added that planes resource and I was like, oh, so they have the ability to do this in world and more liquid, more water mechanics. Cause right now the ocean is like the plane and you, you know, if the land's low enough, you dig deep enough, like you hit water. Why? Because that's where the ocean level is. So like right now it's a, it's just like the, <laughs> the same refinery f- floods quite a bit uh, due to some digging. <laughs> yeah. So I would like to see some more uh, physics around like water. Cause it would be cool to have like a water wheel and like, just like mess with water like that in game. Um, kind of like Timberborn, but um, not that deep, but like just some, just some water mechanics, I think or would be cool. Be able to like go underwater, go underwater. There is a way to cheese it. If yes. you, if you build the, if you build a roof slope and go down and you just, push you just go under and you don't drown because it's all stamina based Um, you're standing on something i i so can we try okay so there's a sunken tomb about 10 feet away from the refinery dock can we cheese our way into the sunken tomb is it a sunken tomb though or is it one of those circular like tower buildings you know what i mean it's a circle let's go down there find out yeah it's got a green light flame coming from it though taunting me yeah on on reddit so you know how we made the bridge over the bay there bro joe get this guy job at valheim coffee studios or whatever he says fishing nets that you could leave and collect would be nice just like bro like beehives yeah you do that uh you you could build like a a crab like deadliest catch pod take it out on your sailboat drop it in the ocean somewhere come back this ties back to what i was saying about like modifying your boats like you should be able to turn into a fishing boat there's another great one yeah we were just talking about that last night but Um, yeah on reddit someone had instead of making a bridge they they built an underwater tunnel that they could like (laughs) run through that's awesome. Just based on like the weird physics of like the roof being there, they could just like force themselves down and run to the other like continent and they could oh. sail over it. That's crazy. Way more work though than like it's worth. Oh, I I assume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty rad. Yeah, there there are endless possibilities of how how much stuff they could do within the game. Because uh, it's still very much like a an open palette. Uh, there's plenty to do, and it's as deep and as casual, or as casual, I should say, as you want it to be. Um, but they could really go like hard in the paint with like boat updates, a- anything that we just talked about. Really, um, I would love to see some like more weapon based stuff mechanics bonuses abilities um i'm not talking like wow action bar like level of combat stuff but like right now you have a a swing and then on some weapons you can click your middle mouse button and it has a special swing like for example i have the pole arm if i do my special attack i spin in a circle knock everything back and stun like stun them um do bows have a middle mouse button i've never tried 
like you can block or parry, but like it would be cool if you were using a shield and you could like throw it, you know, just like hit somebody with it or yeah. like Captain America and like chuck it and it ricochets off four gray dwarfs right back into your hand. No, uh, too with much. The, the vibranium sound each impact. That would be um, like the, the you summon like the power of Odin, almost like a, <laughs> like the like the motor, like the like the boss yeah, yeah. buff. Like you just like it's like in every like fifteen minute power, you can just then throw your shield. Yeah, and it kills like four things. Yeah, you get, I, can, uh, I can get behind that. You you get like a a metal hammer like Mjolnir, and you just like can chuck it, and it goes endlessly until you call it back. <laughs> it just goes off the edge of the map. Yeah, um, and you see the damage of it from like when you sail somewhere. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, there's there's a ton of stuff you can do. Um, yeah, so that's hopefully coming soon-ish. Yeah. Maybe they they plan it around like the the console release, and there's like so. Here's the console release. Also, enjoy the mislins and the fully fleshed out planes. Yeah, I want something for Christmas um, or Thanksgiving. I want like a planes update it would be really cool because we're kind of like back into playing and there's a lot of stuff that happened while we weren't playing. So mm-hmm. I would like to like just log in one day and just do some new stuff, even though there's still a lot of stuff that we need to do um, yeah. in our current playthrough. Um, but I would <laughs> really, really hope they do the mislins like early next year, next year at all. Um Yeah. I'm in no rush. It's just that casual of a game for me. And like you said, like my computer could be like completely outdated and it could be 10 years from now. I'm like, man, I'll just play my like (laughs) 2000th hour. on. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's do our answer the boy response. And then uh, we can talk about some of our adventures uh, and then wrap up. So uh, we asked, you know, what you thought about Valheim. If you've played, uh, if you've made any epic builds, if you defeated all the bosses, what would you like added? Uh, all that fun stuff. And uh, Joe replied, he said, I enjoy Valheim. I just wish I had more time to play and more people on the server, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. So there were always somebody to play with. Playing with yourself gets boring after a while. And you just said that on the stream. Um, I'm sure I did say that. Because uh, <clears throat> like, like we've been talking about, there's only so many trees you can chop down uh, before you're like, okay, wrong. I'm ready to hit the casual button and get off and either play something else or go do something. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun game and it gets exponentially more fun with uh, playing with people. And the more people you play with, the more fun it is. Um, and we do have a live server, a dedicated server, that is active all the time. The way Valheim servers work, uh, if you do not have a dedicated server, is uh, like you can start a private world or join a friend's world. However, if that friend uh, is not online and you want to play in that world, you can't because the world is only alive when that person who created it is in it. Uh, But we have a dedicated server hosted by the one and only Pixel Nick over there. that is always active, so you can log in and jump into the Showboy server whenever you please and chop trees or mine stone or hop on a sailboat and sail around the world uh, whenever you feel like it. Um, and we've been doing that quite a bit lately. And last night, we uh, 
decided to venture out into the plains to start a an ambitious building project uh, in which we are going to kind of try to reimagine the fortress of Bebenberg from The Last Kingdom, uh, a show that we are quite fond of, of course, here. Yes, uh, Nick's yes, put yes. up on the screen um, our, our sailing journey here to the plains. But yeah, like the first dedicated server we played on uh, that no longer exists, we attempted a rather ambitious project that you've probably, if you're a list, longtime listener of the podcast, have heard us talk about probably many times and that being the canal which was a super fun build we basically nick found a small stream cutting through a continent uh which was a pain that we would always have to sail around um and he's like dude let's just dig this up and sail through the continent so this madman convinced us to do that and we dug a massive canal through this land continent from coast to coast made it deep enough to where you could sail your boat through. And then of course built, you know, a ridiculous like monstrosity building right in the middle, complete with two massive paths, two lighthouses on each entrance of the, yeah. <laughs> of the canal about, 40 lighting fixtures on either side of the canal, which took about two months to farm the materials to make. Um, it was so fun. It was so epic. It like literally ruined the server in terms of lag <laughs> because oh, we yeah. manipulated the, the earth so much. Um, but man, when you like get on with friends and you start a project like that it's so fun everyone's chipping in when we got sick of building we would go kill a you know advance the biome boss list uh i think we we stopped playing before we beat the final uh the planes boss but we had cleared the other four biomes uh it was just a, a lot of fun just getting into some crazy adventures with you guys yeah, and I will say, I, I think the the dedicated server out of my basement is way more performance and enhanced than like the one offline, like one of those websites, um, because I've yet to experience any of the uh, the loading building issues that we had on that server on this oh, one yeah. and, and i would say the refinery and even like dunholm is that's pretty pretty intense um though i think that helps because we're all under the new terrain modification logic which yeah was a big big problem with the canal <laughs> <laughs> yes uh joe says is valheim just electronic legos it is 100 percent. like that's that's my issue um <laughs> The only the only thing that could be like a very far future, far flung like request from the devs would be like, can I somehow earn like NPC characters I can place in my in my towns to like do stuff for me, like repair the walls after an attack and like just oh, yes. a little minuscule th go mine, right? Like yeah. if I provide no, you already a have one. You got your NPC right here. I have real life NPCs. Yes. Um 
Uh, but yeah, so what are we trying to do with this Bebenberg fort? Yeah. And like, what have we done so far on the server in our little nook of the world? Yeah, so we've really kind of claimed the um, southwestern portion of the map, really. And there's kind of like three continents that two continents we we span right now with like a couple islands. Primarily our Dunholm, which is like my home, um, really my my pet project nestled away in the Black Forest somewhere where no one knows. Um, that's kind of like at the north end of the continent. And then all the way at the south end of the continent, it's this re- the refinery that Mike lives at and just farms materials. We built a really awesome bridge there. Very functional in that respect. That's where we farm. That's where we gather resources. So basically there's a continent then to the south of us and one to the west. The one to the west is kind of like fun to adventure in. Um, and I have some portals there and I kind of just sail there and do things, but this one to the far South, in my mind, it preps our journeys for the Mistlands because it kind of is the last continent in this direction before the Mistland areas and like the later game stuff starts. So hopefully the Mistlands come out within like six months, six to 12 months, and we can actually not spoil, like actually use that portion of the map to do Mistland stuff. Um, so Bebenberg here is going to be our, our planes fortress build, um, planning for it to be mob proof. We should be able to go there and just like live happily, um, <laughs> without dying. So yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. So in <clears throat> Bebenberg, um, be, if, for anyone that has seen the last kingdom, it, it very much sits on like these cliffs on this plane. So it's, uh, it's really going to be my first um, exertion of like some serious terraforming when we talk about like, I need to raise the ground like many, many layers to make it look appropriate. So it's, it, I like the thing. It's going to be a combination of a lot of our endeavors. Um, Mike's going to have to go farm out in the, uh, out in the plains. <laughs> I think he's ready for it. I want to take down one of those monoliths. Yeah, that'd be right. I think I wonder- it's doable. Yeah, we'll have to try that. <clears throat> um, yeah, the the start of our journey, uh, if you're watching the video here, uh, required a lot of sailing. We made it out, um, and we had like the the destination Nick had <laughs> picked out on his map. Literally, it was a goblin base. So we, we got there and had to. Uh, like build a little holding base uh, and then actually go out and, you know, kill, clear this goblin camp, which was a lot of fun. Um, Haven't had uh, a fun combat like that with um, a friend in a while. (laughs) Brought back some crazy goblin camp clearing memories. (laughs) I I denied you the, uh, the serpent kill. I was like, no, we just need to make it away from the serpent. Let's not risk. Um, Cause you're like, can we just pull ashore and like fight it? I'm like in the plains because (laughs) shortly here, we Mike runs ashore on the plane because it's about to be very foggy. Um, And he runs ashore and like hops out and there's just like five goblins like on this case. Yep. (laughs) So so yeah, we ran to a serpent, which is always fun. Um, the wind was with us, luckily, so it was meant to be. But this fog, this fog is just like, it drives me nuts in the plains. It's like my least favorite feature because I'm 
I like to see far and and know what's going on around me. And the fog is not that, especially when you're sailing. It's sad because yeah. Mike runs aground right here. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, I hit land. Uh, yeah, we've discussed this before too. Like the graphic style is not the most like pristine, but uh, there are many times where you're either walking and the the lighting is really good. Um, it, you'll, you'll be walking and the, the sun flares in a specific way and it just makes the environment look amazing. Um, sailing looks great. Like, especially if you're like the, the, the waves are choppy or if you hit a storm and the waves get big and you're just like, flopping around on your long boat out there um it just yeah man i don't know the, the the environment in this graphic style i think is is a real treat sometimes and what i like about like right here is like your boat is touching the shore i bring my boat up like right next to yours and like that's what vikings would like do like they would create like boat parties with their their ships um and it was just fun sailing two of these ships somewhere with like the halls full of resources and like a plan. So I had never. I, I, wow, that's been, what your inventory looks like. Why? Oh man, we have our inventory set up very differently. <laughs> Everything. Oh yeah, that's. There's no rules there. Um, you me half health like a big dork running after a bunch of goblins. I'm trying to stand on the helm here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're excited. Uh, and this is totally something that anyone who plays the game can be a part of. Uh, you just jump in the old um, Discord server. We get you our server information. You can be a part of the adventuring and all that fun stuff. We have, what did I count today? There's like 12 people who have popped in throughout the time so uh max number of people you can have on a server at one point in time is 10 so we we have uh definitely people who have played the game before and who have played the game on this server uh to to really populate it and make it into something fun to do with friends 100 percent. i mean yeah. That's the intention. I somehow managed my, my my power doesn't go out very often, knock on wood. So the server has yet to be down outside of that one time they released an update. That was their fault um, <laughs> because they updated how the it was it was so funny. It was like maybe a month or two after we launched this and they, they decided like, hey, we're going to update how dedicated server world saves work. Um, and they like bricked everyone's world save. Um, so I had to recover that and they had to like the hot fix it and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that, that's always fun. Um, and here's what we're talking about earlier to fast forward a little bit is, uh, you know, it's super foggy. We're sailing and I'm like, Mike, it's right up here. Like, this is where we're going to found Bebenberg and we're going to build it. Um, and you know, through the fog, like it's just so weird. Like this game is so beautiful in moments like this. Like the sun's coming up, the fog starts to clear, and there's like a goblin camp exactly where 
I intended for us to land <laughs> and found the odds? Which you I think we're see their out. massive bonfire in the distance, like yeah, pretty epic. Um, yeah, so please uh, join the Discord server, get that information. Join us on the Valheim server for sure. Uh, do you have anything else you kind of want to touch on uh, before we head out? Um, I don't think so. Um, I really just want to play Valheim. Like that's, yeah. that's usually just like what I want to do. Um, yes. And if you can, if if you don't own the game right now, and can hold out for the for the Game Pass release, if you already have Game Pass, I mean it's a no brainer, free pickup, right? Uh, but if you are a PC gamer uh, like myself and do not have an Xbox, uh, this game is not sponsored by Microsoft or Game Pass, uh, but it very well could be if you you know would would like to give us money, uh, but. Uh, I did have PC Game Pass for quite a while, and for like I think it's like fifteen dollars a month, the library of PC games available on Game Pass is pretty huge. Uh, and you know, if it's something you've been thinking about before, uh, or if you even planned to buy this game, I would just wait until it comes out on Game Pass and sign up for Game Pass because. 15 bucks you're already saving five dollars on the price of valheim plus you have so many more games unlocked and they add and rotate games uh pretty frequently so um yes the game pass release has me hyped even though i already own it i'm hyped because new people are going to try it but talking through the mistland update and like what all they've already you know leaked or hinted at or straight up told us they were they were bringing um has me very excited for that new biome that there's a lot of cool stuff to look forward to yeah i can only imagine what the boss is hopefully for your sake it's not like a creepy 10-legged spider oh god (laughs) i don't know if i can handle that i just can't wait for like the epic resource that's going to be in the delves and you're going to have to go into a spider infested yeah dude i'm telling you if they don't if they don't add silk Oh, they yeah. really, they really dropped the ball. <laughs> that just seems like a no-brainer. Um, but, anyways, uh, that's gonna do it for us tonight. Um, go check out our website, showboysmedia.com. Um, I can't subscribe. wait for all the comments on YouTube for all the shots I missed with my arrow. Right, yeah, they're gonna count like, it. They're gonna be like, "You missed forty if, times." If you didn't have that 4K mod you probably would have been able to see what's the beautiful i don't this is this is this is regular valheim all all the 4k <laughs> mods are like broken right now nice um yeah we have a dungeon and dragons campaign that just started on sunday dm'd nice. by uh the one and only ugly kid joe cross who's been chatting with us tonight throughout the episode uh, that out, was a blast out, uh go check out the um the replay is up on showboys gaming uh youtube channel go watch it there um we have the lore going on over on our website showboysmedia.com slash dnd uh other than that we have the house of the dragon companion series running on monday nights uh i've watched the first episode listened to episode zero and episode one of the companion series the amount of knowledge that chad and nick contain in their heads about (laughs) the world of game of thrones is at points sickening, but 
it is very helpful when you're uh, watching either of those shows, House of Dragon or Game of Thrones. Uh, it's it's very good listen uh, as a companion while you're going through those series. So check that out. Um, I don't have anything else. Do you? Last thing I have to say is to redeem myself and like the darkness here. I took some like no scope shots, like on some goblins where I couldn't even see them. So, <laughs> so this game's about, Hey man, whatever, whatever makes you feel better, bro. All the luck shots. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us tonight, guys. Uh, check out Valheim. Join our discord. Subscribe. Do it. Do it. Uh, you guys have a lovely, lovely night. And we'll see you on Monday for House of the Dragon companion series. I got the day off tomorrow.